It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last just... Well, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavist, a licensed nutritionist, and this show is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. You know, already this is December 15th, only 10 days before Christmas. So my guess is that some of you are into a little sugar shock. Ooh. Okay, even at my nutrition board meeting last Tuesday, someone was passing out small bags of homemade caramels as... Just a small treat for everyone. You know, honestly, at one time in my life, I would have eaten each and every one of those because caramels, and don't tell anyone, used to be a favorite. But I think I finally have grown up. Or I might ask myself, did I grow up because I realized that consuming all that sugar would set up an inflammation response in my body? And frankly, I don't want to move like an old lady. Yeah. So I decided the caramels would not be a real treat. In fact, it would trick my body into being the age I really am, but I don't want to believe it (laughs) or I don't want to feel it. (laughs) So I said no to the candy. You know, I know as a nutritionist, sugar contributes to cell damage and inflammation. I think I'd like to say that if everyone could get that, sugar contributes to cell damage and inflammation. You know, after eating a high-sugar processed carbohydrate diet for a long time, and guess what a long time is? It's 10 to 20 years. In my realm, that's not too long. That's too long. You know, your body sort of blows a gasket, and if this generalized inflammation is left on check, you end up with a lot of health problems such as diabetes, and that's a problem. Heart disease is number one right now migraines, fibromyalgia, arthritis, sinus infections, hormone problems, cancer, depression, fatigue. Wow. And it can take only 10 to 15 years of high-sugar diet before a person develops a chronic disease. During those 10 to 15 years, now, these are some other things that you might experience. Hmm. You know, a poor immune system, so you're the one that's always catching a cold or getting the flu Or you might gain weight, or you might feel tired all the time, or you might have reoccurring yeast infections. Mm -hmm. So just a few things that might happen. You know what else? What else? Well, if you're in perimenopause or if you're menopausal, you just might experience more hot flashes. Oh, that's not a good deal. It's awful. You might wake up several times a night with night sweats. Often sugar's the reason so many menopausal women experience those hot flashes, the night sweats. The mood swings, the weight gain. And Kate, I bet most women would not even realize that. They wouldn't make the connection? No. No, no. It's just like I wouldn't have a few years ago connected that if I ate caramels, you know, that was five little caramels that's in that bag. In that bag, yeah. (laughs) That I would wake up the next day with everything inflamed. Yep. No. People just don't get that. It it takes a, a little bit of consciousness. A little to, bit of to, growing up. <laughs> a little bit of, uh, and hearing it. Um, over and over, over and over. And over. And we do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, these women also may think that they need medication. But yes. perhaps all, all they really need to do is cut the sugar out of their diet, you know? 
Well, you know, even on just generalized inflammation, you know, what people do, Kate, is they get up and they pop a couple, couple of Advil. Advil or whatever. Well, that takes care of that for a few hours. Mm-hmm. But what is the real source is going back, like, to yeah, the sugar. Yeah, to the sugar. So... <clears throat> You know, joining me today is Kate Crosby. She's a nutrition educator and a counselor, and she's actually the author of our latest weight and wellness newsletter article called Hormones, Hot Flashes, and Holiday Fair. So if you've been having more sweet treats during the holidays and not realizing why you're feeling kind of inflamed and moody, well, stay tuned because we're going to cover those things today. Actually, in fact, if you've got a question about perimenopause or menopause, give us a call because we believe we've got some nutritional solutions for you. And the number to reach us at is 651-641-1071. So I think it's kind of a rainy day today, and I bet everybody is up listening. And so give us a call again, Mm 651-641-1071. And you know, nearly... A third of American women's women are now between the age of 40 and 60. And that usually means that they're somewhere along the transition from a regular menstrual cycle to a full year without any period, which is technically the definition of menopause. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Kate, I have to inter- interject something here. Hmm. You know, I looked at that when between 40 and 60. 60. I have, uh, it's, I'm very, you know, we work with some people that have fertility issues. Yep. And so we've worked I've worked with many women that are say 42, 43, 44 and they're having their first, first pregnancy and they're healthy and everything is going fine. Now, it may have taken 3 or 4 years of healthy eating to get a woman's body to that point. Yep. But you know, so they're not into menopause at 40. They're into it's having a, babies a in 43. <laughs> Lots of things can happen there. <laughs> so really what you were saying is that about 37 million Amer- women are menopausal or soon to be menopausal. And, you know, sadly, women have only a limited understanding of what's happening to their bodies at this time. Definitely. I mean, they don't really understand. They think a pill is necessary yes. for one thing. Um, we may, may be really well-educated women, in, in, but for the most part, menopause really remains a mystery for so many of us. Right. So most women know very little about how the changing hormone levels, and yeah, when we get into menopause or prairie menopause, we do have some changing hormone levels, that's for sure. They shift around. But they don't know how that's going to affect their brains, or oh, their yeah. bones, their heart, their skin and nails, or their weight. No. So let's break some of that. Yeah. Tell us about that, though. Okay. So if, you know, give you an example. If you have a lot of estrogen, and that usually is what happens at menopause time, Mm -hmm. people have higher estrogen levels and lower progesterone levels. And we'll explain that in a minute Mm -hmm. because it's not the norm to understand. Yes. So what happens is when you have higher estrogen, that blocks the receptors for serotonin. And then you have more moods or more depression because you're getting that blocking effect. Yep. So that's one possibility. So, and we also know that progesterone helps to build those bones. And most people don't know that. No. And they don't know how they make progesterone in their body, and we're going to explain that. Mm -hmm. Um, It also, if you have this excess kind of toxic estrogens, it leads to acne. And you hear of this all the time. My menopausal acne is yes. a problem for me. Mm-hmm. 
So again, when you have high estrogens, what happens to your metabolism and weight? Well, we see that every day. It goes. Puffy. <laughs> so, like, shall we take a caller this before we go to break? I think oh, we, yeah, we we're going to have a lot of callers this morning. I think we've got Jean here. Okay, Jean, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Do you have a question for us? Oh, actually, you know what? It was I was just listening to the show, and it's uh, obviously I, I'm not <laughs> I'm not going through menopause, <laughs> um, but I uh, I do have a um, uh, somebody I'm with that has gone through this. Actually, she went through premature. At uh, 26, she had uh, some cancer in her ovaries. Yes. Mm -hmm. She was unfortunate to have to go through menopause for like the last 10 years or so. Right. Um, And um, all all the symptoms you're talking about, even fibromyalgia set in. And uh, we actually, we we found about, this probably happened about 19 months ago, and um, where we finally got tired of it. I also have obesity that runs in my family. My uh, father's over 400 pounds. Mm-hmm. Everybody in my family is large, and I was up to 287 at six foot. Okay. So pretty, pretty, you were sliding big. up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, <laughs> it, was, it was past the sliding up there stage, uh, 44 waist. Mm-hmm. Um, in the last 18 months, we lost a combined 150 pounds, and um, I'm actually, as a granddad, it's kind of kind of amazing. I'm uh, back to grabbing a 10-foot rim at the Y, um, working out four to five hours now, and literally my body has reverted back to literally from my face down. I can't, I can't help age lines in my face, but uh, we've literally, literally my body from my, my neck down, I'm back to a 32 waist, um, like six pack. And uh, my body is actually where it was when I was 23 by, and here's what I've done. Um, I flipped the food pyramid upside down. Yep. That makes sense I to us. Every, yeah. Every, yep. Everything they told me not to eat, I eat. Everything they say I shouldn't eat, I eat a lot of. Right. And uh, lots of supplements. And um, I literally, I, I know that it's like they've told us that this this is unhealthy, but I literally eat about 15 carbs a day, period, for 18 months. My blood pressure has dropped down. My cholesterol levels are in check. I eat red meat every day. I eat steak probably every day. Um, uh, lots of peanuts, nuts, and stuff like that. Hmm. Um, and it's working because it's reducing your insulin resistance and and you're able to lose weight. Now, you know, living on 15 carbs a day is, for most people, really difficult to do, but it has worked for you, and that's that's great. I, you know, well, I was, you know, I and it's um, a wonderful, it, it's a good way of thinking about it. I um, was going to say, this was the hardest part, and if anybody's listening, this was the hardest part for me to overcome, and I've dealt with this. I, I, I spend a lot of time, I'm not a nutritionalist by any means, and I sure ain't even a certified anything, just somebody who... <laughs> Somebody, somebody who had the genetic DNA of a uh, somewhere between a Yugo and a Vega. Uh, you know, I, I, was, I was handed the worst, uh, worst set of genetic coding. So for me to be able to overcome this um, was a mental battle. And this was the point I was going to point out, especially when it came to processed sugars, which I have not eaten in 18 months, or high fructose corn syrup, yep. or G, you know, MSG, <clears throat> exactly. anything like this. But in the process, here's what I was going to tell you. This was the number one winner for me. This is what changed everything about me. I will never struggle with my weight again. I, it's never been up and down. Is It's addiction. The food addiction. Oh, addiction. Sure. Yes. It was, it was, I mean, I'm telling you, that sugar, I was a sugar addict yep. as much as a heroin person. And it took me three months. Um, and that's the problem I feel with most diets, even nutritionalists. 
they always tell you, well, you can have a day off. No, oh, no, we, we never say that. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not saying you, but, but, but you seem to see that in almost every diet. Everybody wants to turn around and, yeah, and say, that's right. oh, you can have Sunday off. or take." I literally, once I got that out of my system, I can honestly, and white macadamia nut cookies, was my weakness. Yep. Where I could walk into a place and I could smell them across the building. Oh. But I, now you can have the nuts. Though. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, you know, you know, it was, it was everything else that was wrapped around the nuts that was killing me. And so I, I would just, I would just tell people overcome. If you can overcome the addiction, whether it's smoking or drinking or heroin or sugar or foods, once it gets out of your system, once you get to that three month mark, I can honestly tell you that I do not, and I was, I'm telling you, I was on my way, yeah. my, my whole family. Uh, once I got it out of my system and once I purged myself of it, my mental toughness, my ability, I, you know what I did on Thanksgiving, you know, strictly? You know what, what I I, I, I'm, you know what, we're actually, we're going to have to cut you because we're getting, we're, we're getting message that we have to take a break. But okay. we congratulate you, and that's true. <laughs> Thank All you the for things calling. that you are saying is, you have to get that sugar out, and that's why we hit it every week. you got to get that sugar and the processed carbs out of your diet so that you can control what you're putting in your mouth. And well, you, congratulations well, on what yep, you've thank done. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Oh, sorry to have to cut him off, but we have we to do. stay with us. Yes. <laughs> so, again, you're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. And if you're struggling with perimenopause or menopause symptoms, let me suggest that you sign up for one of our classes called Hot Flash Solutions. Uh, it will, one will be held January 9th in Maple Grove and another on Saturday, January 12th in Wyzetta. These are three-hour seminars. They're going to give you tons of information and help you make menopause an easy transition. If you want to sign up for those classes, call our office at 651-699-3438 or go to weightandwellness.com to sign up online. We'll be right back. If you changed your nutrition, could it change your life? What if I told you that you could change your life just by learning the secrets of balanced eating? Nutritional Weight and Wellness can teach you how. They will do an individual consultation for you, your husband, or your children. They will create an eating plan that fits your lifestyle. Whether you're experiencing migraines or sleeplessness, depression, digestive problems, fatigue, anxiety, or need help with weight loss, nutrition can change all of that. More than 90% of all health conditions can be traced back to nutritional issues. Let Nutritional Weight and Wellness help you. Call 651-699-3438 or visit weightandwellness.com to schedule your individual consultation at an office near you. That's weightandwellness.com. Let Nutritional Weight and Wellness help you. 651-699-3438 or visit weightandwellness.com to schedule your individual consultation. That's weightandwellness.com. Well, welcome back to Dushing Up Nutrition. You know, if you have a question about menopause symptoms, call us at 651-641-1071. If you need a special gift for a special friend or family member, let me suggest a nutrition weight, nutritional weight and wellness gift certificate. You know, for $100, you can buy a gift certificate worth $125. So you save $25 every time you spend $100. So, you know, you can use this gift certificate for a class or for counseling. So you can just call 651-699-3438, and you can order your gift certificate. Remember, only 10 days before Christmas, not very long. 
be. I don't know. It's going to yeah. come fast. You know, Dara, we were talking about the imbalances that our, uh, that our hormones go through as we go through perimenopause and menopause. And the other thing that we, we know is that women who make really smart choices about nutrition and their lifestyle habits before and during menopause are really more likely to live longer and much better. However, the holidays often bring with it a time of great discomfort for a lot of women in menopause. You know, they find themselves getting red in the face or their hair dripping with sweat from yet another hot flash. <laughs> oh, gee. So, you know, 10 years ago, maybe 20 years ago, maybe it was more like 20 years ago, when women started into that menopause time of their life, or even sometimes even before they it's... went into, started menopause, they would march themselves right into their medical clinic and be put on hormone replacement therapy. Uh, usually called, that medication was usually called HRT. Mm-hmm. And that was going to take care of all their symptoms. The panacea. Yeah. So women back in the 80s and 90s were routinely urged to take hormones as a way to avoid the symptoms and as a way to protect themselves against heart disease and to keep their brains sharp and their bones strong. But along came the Women's Health Initiative study in 2002 from the National Institute of Health. And we know the National, when the National Institute of Health puts something out. It's, it's you have to listen. It's big and important. <laughs> the Women's Health Initiative study found that the HRT, the hormone replacement therapy, actually increased the risk of breast cancer. Scary. Blood clots. Scary. Heart disease and stroke. Six million American women had been taking hormones. Wow, that's a lot of women, wasn't it? But after that study, the numbers quickly fell to half that. Mm -hmm. The rate of breast cancer also began to decrease. Mm -hmm. So suddenly that old approach to managing menopause was no longer an option for women. And the long-known nutritional approach of managing symptoms, helping women becoming healthier at this time of their life, came to the forefront. So the effect of nutrition on health is such a simple but powerful solution, but honestly, it is a mystery to most people in this country. So, or why are services such as acupuncture and massage covered by insurance, (laughs) but not nutrition therapy? Yeah, I don't know. I know. I'm off topic. I'm a little, it's a little irritating to me, but Mm -hmm. um, so kind of, should we get back to the biochemistry of hormones? Yeah, menopause. <laughs> so I believe there's a there's a really important um, biochemical concept I want to explain. Mm-hmm. So at menopause, female hormones, the estrogen and progesterone, often become unbalanced because mm-hmm. when we no longer ovulate, our bodies no longer produce progesterone. But I think that's say that again, Kate. So when we no longer ovulate, we don't get any progesterone. Yes. Okay. No ovulation. No progesterone. But our ovaries, our fat cells, our adrenal glands still continue to produce estrogen. So let's think about that again. So again, our adrenal glands, you said. Yep. Our fat cells. And some of us have a lot of those. (laughs) Some of us have too many. Yep. And that means a lot of estrogen then. That's right. So um, do we, so we take, should we take a caller? We got a caller here. So let's see. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. You have a, a question for us? I do. Um, I hear a lot about high, hyaluronic acid and your body loses it as you get older. And then especially menopausal women, should take, they should take it on a daily basis to 
you know, because their joints will get kind of creaky if you don't, um, and they'll get wrinkles more if you don't, and it just kind of lubricates your body. So what's your professional direction on that? Well, I think it depends on what you're trying to accomplish mainly. Um, you know, it is not a, a bad supplement, It's, but I wouldn't, it wouldn't be, I would certainly take omega-3 fish oil first. And I certainly would take um, omega-6 in GLA before I would take hyaluronic acid. Um, and then if you're looking at joints, you know, what you're trying to do is you're trying to support the collagen production. So I would do something like uh, glucosamine and chondritin before I would do hyaluronic acid. And then at the end of all those things, if you're doing all those things, then adding hyaluronic acid maybe a couple a day, it's probably beneficial because it tends to draw moisture into the tissue. And so that's how it helps with wrinkles and that's how it helps with your joints. Okay. So, you know, I think it's it's a fine supplement. So Okay. Uh, yeah. It's kind of the dessert. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of that that's a great way to put it, Kate. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for the call. All right, thank you. Good. So that's an interesting one. We have yeah. another. Uh, Should we take another caller or or are we needing to go no, to break? No, we need to go to break. Okay. All right. All kinds of things going Woo, on here this morning. Break time. So you're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, of course. Maybe you should think about giving yourself a gift certificate to attend our Nutrition for Weight Loss program. This program starts the week of January 14th. Not too long from now. <laughs> Not, I know. It just keeps happening faster and faster. I want to read a comment uh, from a class member who took the class last fall, and this is what she said. Nutrition for weight loss is an amazing investment in yourself. The classes are engaging. You walk away with a lot of new information about eating right. I encourage anyone who is struggling with weight loss or going through menopause to attend this class. You will experience something new and healthy for your life. Again, to sign up for these classes, call 651-699-3438. And we will be right back. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, have you ever thought of what created your holiday food habits? Now, how many of your habits include sugar? Hmm. How many of your habits involve fast food? Hmm. How many of your habits leave you feeling tired, achy, moody, frustrated? So perhaps it's time to create some new habits. How about replacing a candy or cookie habit with roasted nuts? And we have a great recipe. Just go to weightandwellness.com and click on recipes for a wonderful roasted nut recipe. And that's a great way to change habits. So questions about hormones, our number is 651 651- Six four one one zero seven one, and we've been talking about menopause all morning, and yep. you know menopause is a time when women have an excess or too much estrogen, and not enough an in, insufficient amount of progesterone, and that's what leads to the symptoms of hot flashes, headaches, water retention, and mood swings, and that's a big statement right there because. Most women Different. don't know that because they've been told the other yes. that we're deficient in estrogen. And really, most women, not everyone, but most women, probably 95% of women today have excess levels of estrogen. Right, Kate? That's exactly right. And in the past, as we said, in the 80s and 90s, 
women were led to believe that menopausal symptoms were really a deficiency of estrogen. But in reality, those symptoms, those hot flashes, mood swings, night sweats, were a result of the excess estrogen, or that's what we call estrogen dominance. And that's kind of in print now, estrogen dominance. You if you're hear reading it. some different articles on menopause. So the menopause symptoms, menopausal symptoms really come from that excess estrogen, but a deficiency of progesterone. And so your hormones are out of balance. You've got too much estrogen and not enough progesterone. So this misinformation is very similar to that old 1980s inaccurate in nutritional information that oh. dietary fat made fat, or yeah, dietary fat made fat on your body. Hmm. But today, I mean, I think in our we first know. caller really said this. Yes. Today, we understand that sugar and processed carbs makes body fat, while good fat actually reduces body fat. And he flipped the pyramid upside down, which means that he was eating more fat and little well, carbs. Very little. So no wonder women are so confused and frustrated after following a low-fat diet, you know, that low-fat carbohydrate diet, yep. especially in their 20s and 30s, that's what women are doing, or they had been doing it at least, and I think they're still doing it, because they actually have believed that it was healthy, but it was creating hormonal imbalances in their body. So when they get into the perimenopause, they're in trouble. They've got lots of symptoms. And, and you know, you might be wondering, well, what the heck does this have to do with holiday treats? <laughs> what do my holiday treats have to do with all my hot flashes? Well, it's simple. Holiday foods, you know, those cookies, the candies, the candy canes. Boy, just go out here and look in the oh. coffee room. <laughs> oh, my. Hot chocolate, cider, they're all full of carbohydrates. Carbohydrates turn into sugar in your body. And sugar and processed carbs increase those blood sugar levels in our body. And often menopausal women will experience hot flashes, brain fog, restless sleep when their blood sugars are high. Yes, and I just think about that, especially if you're a person that is, you know, kind of insulin resistance, pre-diabetic, and you, you know, I talked about those caramels. Yeah. You know, I think there were five or six in a bag. So now if I would have eaten those five or six caramels, or if a person that is insulin resistance, pre-diabetic ate it, hot flash. Boom. Yeah. You can also experience a hot flash, though, um, with those the, when your blood sugar drops drastically. So Oh, definitely. When you get that big, uh, big drop in, in um, blood sugar, that's when you might have anxiety, brain fog, restless sleep, and, of course, that doggone hot flash. So should we take a caller? We got Kate? a couple here. Okay. Quite a few. Okay. Um, Luann. Hi, Luann. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Yes. Yes. What's your uh, question? I've been following you for a lot of years and find it all really helpful. Um, Great. Say, can you, is there a test where you can um, tell if your estrogen levels are higher than your progesterone rather than just guessing? You know, I think, uh, honestly, I believe the symptoms, knowing the symptoms are probably the best indicator, uh -huh. but I would assume that there are some blood tests that's going to test it. The problem is there's two different, it seems like there's two different kinds of estrogen in our body. Uh -huh. We have the estrogens that our ovaries make. So we know that if you get tested, 
that's going to be probably low because, of course, your your ovaries are not working as well. Right. But then there's all these other toxic environmental estrogens that most people have, you know, even the estrogens that are coming from our fat cells. And those don't seem to be tested well with blood tests. Okay. Mm-hmm. So probably I don't think there is. Because, I, I mean, I'm through menopause. I've been through for years. So I I haven't been tested for a while, but I think the last time they're both... You know, both levels were just really, really low. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's because you're testing. They're testing the. That's kind of my understanding. Yeah. Okay. Is and what's Luan, happening? You might just listen. Hopefully, we'll get to this at the the end of the show, and we'll talk about foods to eat to reduce some of that estrogen too. Okay, that sounds good. I just didn't want to add in for. Progest- I mean, I'm not having a lot of symptoms, but I just wanted to. I don't want to add in progesterone unless I yes. need it. Yeah. Well, Okay, well, thanks for taking my call. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. You know, I think, well, we're going to clear up some ideas on progesterone, too, I'm hoping, toward the end of the show. Because, you know, I I find that it is, for most women, because once you stop ovulating, which is probably in your, you know, late 30s, early 40s, or whenever that is, you, you kind of slow down and you ovulate maybe only a few times a year, and the frequency, and so your levels of progesterone keeps dropping and dropping and dropping, and nothing replaces that unless you do replace it with a natural progesterone cream right? or right. natural progesterone drops or something that that hmm. form is another way to replace it. So, hmm. um, you know, we get deficient in progesterone, and I know for myself, you know, when I hit a certain age, I thought, oh, Dara, you don't need progesterone any longer. But then when I didn't use any cream at all, I found that after about three months, I wasn't sleeping as well. Yeah. And it took me a couple of weeks to realize, oh, that's what happened. Mm-hmm. And then I started using it again, and it has helped my sleep tremendously. Yeah. And it's... I need to have my sleep. And it balances out my system. Yeah. So Sleep is important. I mean, you know, hmm. it's it's important yeah. to do that. Um, We're going to take another one caller. One more caller. Okay. Pam. Hi. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. You've got a question for us? Yes, I do. Um, I'm 52 years old, and I'm very interested in knowing if you have information on um, what I've been told about the pathways of your body system. I've been diagnosed with uh, saliva tests with mm-hmm. having adrenal fatigue. Mm. Okay, you know what? I think um, I think what happens is that is in our society, my guess is almost everybody that takes that test would show that they have adrenal fatigue. Uh-huh. And so, right. you know, right. what do you do for adrenal fatigue is you make sure that you sleep. Right. <laughs> You're going back right. to making sure that you sleep and that you are eating enough protein and enough vegetables several times a day to build up your body's, uh, well, kind of how your cells function. Right. So, you know, it's not a mat, you know, the adrenal fatigue is kind of, um, oh, I don't know. Uh, Overdiagnosed. It, it, it's, yeah, I would say it's almost a fad right now. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, look at our lifestyle. We all probably have adrenal fatigue compared to, mm-hmm. you know, you know, a hundred years, years ago. ago. You know, a hundred years ago, we were going to bed at nine o'clock and sleeping until daylight. Well, we don't do that now. Right. You know, there's so many factors in that. Well, I think I guess more to my point or question is 
I've had a little diagram of how your body produces certain hormones and how they, I'll just say, yep. flow yep. through your body. And if you're not treating um, a primary pathway, like pregnenolone, and it's not then creating your estrogen and testosterone well. and all those levels, yeah, and is you know, there some truth to that? I mean, am I understanding this correctly? Well, I think what you have to look at is, I you know, we keep going back to the power of food because and that is really what produces yeah. everything. And yeah. you know, it's like we know that cholesterol actually helps to produce your hormones. So that if you don't have enough good fat in your diet and and you don't have enough good cholesterol, you're going to have some other issues with hormones. So, yeah, there are hundreds of pathways. But, but, you know, we kind of bring it down to a more simple approach to a lot of this is get rid of the bad estrogens, bring up the good progesterone levels that you need, and eat in a way that's going to detox the bad estrogens but supports all your other hormones, in, including... Okay. You know, all your other adrenal hormones and cortisol and everything. So that's kind of, rather than throwing a pill at it. Pill at it, yeah. yeah. A a label on something. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, these Um, are great questions. You should come to our menopause class or or come in for an appointment because... I find, I just find this information fascinating. And when you started talking about the menopause this morning, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so what I'm experiencing with hot flashes. Right, Uh huh. Yeah. And and I completely believe in the power of nutrition and what you're putting in your body and how it makes it work. But, yeah, it um, is. It's yeah, amazingly really powerful. powerful. I won't so. take up too much more of my time, but okay. um, thank you so much for the information. It's very timely for me. Okay, thanks, thanks for, for calling. the call. So, Kate, we do have to take a break. I know we're running <laughs> one, we're yeah. running late today. Okay, listen. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, holidays can be a difficult time for a lot of people. So we thought the class Balanced Foods for Balanced Moods might be just the right answer to this stressful time. This class is being held in Maple Grove on December 20th. And I promise you're going to have a fun and upbeat teacher. So if you want to sign up for this class, call 651-699-3438. That's our office. We'll be right back. Thanks to nutritional weight and wellness, I no longer suffer from heartburn. Linda from Houston, Texas. I have less joint pain and more energy. John from Portland, Oregon. My moods are better and my anxiety is gone. Jennifer from Chicago. Nutritional Weight and Wellness has helped clients all over the country achieve better health with therapeutic nutrition counseling, and they can help you too. You don't have to live in the Twin Cities to benefit from a consultation because they work with clients nationally through phone and Skype appointments. All you have to do is make the time, and Nutritional Weight and Wellness will provide the plan and support. Therapeutic nutrition counseling from Nutritional Weight and Wellness can help you with diabetes, anxiety, low moods, menopause, arthritis, digestive issues, autoimmune conditions, and so much more. For information on scheduling a phone or Skype nutrition counseling appointment, call Nutritional Weight and Wellness at 651-699-3438 or go to weightandwellness.com. That's weightandwellness.com. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, if you're having menopausal symptoms such as vaginal dryness, hot flashes, weight gain, mood swings, sleep problems, anxiety, 
and you're just not happy in your own skin, I encourage you to make an appointment with one of our nutritionists. You know, Kate would be happy to see you in North Oaks or Lakeville, and Kara is coming back to work. She's coming back. Everybody that knows Kara will be so happy. So she's going to be joining us, and so she's going to be seeing clients in Wyzetta, and so she's going to be there on Thursdays and some Saturdays. So, you know, really, this menopause time is really a time for zest. And I say... Be a Margaret Mead. Absolutely. And if you are not a person that studies anthropology, you'll have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> Go look her up. <laughs> so, you know, we were talking about, you know, sugar and a lot. Yep. So, so here's another thought about sugar and processed carbohydrates. Scientists have known for many years that cancer cells love sugar or glucose. Mm-hmm. And a very common scan used to detect cancer in the body is called the PET scan. The PET scan starts with a person drinking a sugar solution. Then after the sugar is absorbed into the bloodstream, the scan can identify the cancer cells by the, by the highlighting of the cells that gobble up the most sugar. Yuck. The cancer cells <laughs> gobble up the most sugar. A cancer researcher out of the University of Utah said his data shows that cancer cells are addicted. That was oh, an interesting that's word. A pretty strong one. Goes back to our caller. Yes. Addicted to glucose or sugar, and by restricting glucose metabolism, that means get rid of the sugar, uh, the growth of the cancer cells can be stopped. Uh-huh. That's a strong statement. Yep, a strong statement. Hmm. So. Watch those carbs if cancer is your your uh, problem. So we also understand that sugar feeds cancer cells, but what else do we need to be educated about? You know, the National Cancer Institute reviewed s- several studies about the effect of hormone replacement therapy on breast cancer risk. These were stud- studies were published in the Journal of the National Cancer Institute and the Journal of the American Medical Association. The findings of these studies resulted in the following statement from the National Cancer Institute. And I want to quote this. It's pretty powerful. We believe it would represent a serious error in judgment with regard to public health to ignore the clear message that estrogen and artificial progestin therapy increase the risk of breast cancer. Typical HRT. There you go. That's what we're talking. Okay. So with that clear message, it really seems logical to me that any and all these menopausal symptoms should be managed through nutrition. So, you know, the two culprits culprits that we should address is excess sugar. Yep. And high levels of estrogen and low levels of natural progesterone. And we've talked enough about sugar. Yep. So how can you decrease the high level of estrogen if you have that in your body? You know, remember those foods that we always talk about on the show? Kale, Brussels sprouts, broccoli, spinach, cabbage, cabbage, cauliflower. Yep. These are the foods that naturally rid your body of toxic estrogens. So do you want me to read that list again, or do you think you got it? Kale, cabbage, broccoli, cauliflower. Yeah, all those. So we really encourage women to eat these foods at least three times a day. You know, I was working with Jennifer yesterday, and she Uh has a a two-and-a-half-year-old, and she was telling the clients that we were working with that her little girl loves spinach, you know, cooked in a little olive oil for breakfast. 
Oh, I love that. So That's if great. you know, if a two and a half year old can do it. So, you know, you should be eating this for breakfast, lunch and dinner. And, you know, some women actually make a protein shake with mm-hmm. a little bit of coconut milk, mm-hmm. some whey protein, and something that's called dynamic greens that we have. And the dynamic greens taste great, but what they contain is lots of, of fruits and vegetables that are high in antioxidants. And that's why they get the name, the green drink. And, that's and that gonna helps help. to detox those estrogens. That, you know, that active ingredient in the, the kale and Brussels sprouts and cabbage that helps to detox that estrogen is called indole-3-carbonyl. And for women who either need a lot of support detoxing estrogens or for women who just don't like kale or cabbage or Brussels sprouts, uh, Metagenics it offers a wonderful supplement called Meta-I3C. It's going to help support the estrogen-sensitive tissues like the breast and the cervix and help detox that excess estrogen. Yes, and I think it's still a kind of a new thought that we have to get rid of these extra estrogens to be healthy. Now, my favorite supplement to reduce high levels of toxic estrogen is another one from Metagenic called Estrofactors. And by reducing the high estrogen levels and adding a good quality progesterone cream such as Progest. I love that product. Mm -hmm. You know, menopause symptoms can really be managed successfully. Um, You know, kind of, you know, of course, combining these supplements with weight, our weight and wellness plan is Mm -hmm. the answer. Yep. You know, addressing your sleep issues, you know, with some magnesium Mm and we've talked about a lot, Mm -hmm. you know, use balanced snacks. And most women really sail through menopause with very few symptoms and it's possible. It so is do you think possible. we might have time for a quick caller? Yeah, I think okay. we do. Sounds great. Um, hi Leah. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. You have a question for us? I do. Thanks um, for waiting. No problem. Yesterday I was in the middle of a hot flash for I'm not kidding, forty five minutes. And short of sticking my head in a snowbank, I could not cool oh. down. So oh. I was just wondering if there's anything you can do when you're in the throes of one. That just it would not relent. So, do you have any idea of what started it? Well, I drank some kombucha tea because yep. I have a cold. Yep. And and shortly after that, my ears were on fire. Yeah. I don't know if that was it. Well, you know, kombucha is high in sugar, and I, it has alcohol in it. Oh. Yes. Yes, yeah. it does. That was probably it then. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that gives you a clue. Now, does this happen to you very often? Um, it used to until I started working with Leah um, oh. at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. And oh. It's reduced significantly, but it seems now when I get them, it's just with a vengeance. Okay. Well, you, you, I think you traced it back to the food, okay. the yeah. drink. So it's probably anytime you get, I bet anytime you get sugar and alcohol, I bet you get a hot flash, which is not a common. I'm not a big drinker, so I mean, maybe that's it. Yeah, well, maybe that, yeah. But I mean, would drinking a lot of water help, or I mean, or do you just have to wait it out? Ah, uh, I, I it's think it's more preventative, I think, yeah. than anything. Okay. But I think drinking water to, uh, you know, possibly. Okay. Yeah. Stick, stick your feet in some ice bath. <laughs> oh my or something. word! I would have jumped in the lake oh. if there was one nearby. Oh my gosh! Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. We have one more caller. Okay, sure. That would be great. Hi, Elaine. Are you still there? Hi. Welcome to Dishing yes, Up I Nutrition. Am. Mm-hmm. Thank you Thanks so much, and thank you, thank you for this program. I have learned a lot, and um, I'm also um, going through the menopause, and just some of the things that you suggested as far as nutrition has helped greatly. 
but one thing I do have a problem with, and I have... Elaine, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to stop you. We have to... We have to go now. Could you call our office at 651-699-3438 to um, ask a nutritionist your your concern? And if there isn't anyone there, just leave your number, and I will call you back call on you. Monday for sure. All right. I'm okay. sorry about Thank that. You. We sorry. ran out of time. We didn't plan it. We should well. just have another hour, Kate. <laughs> yes. Calls only. All right. Thank you for listening today. Life, I love you. All is groovy. Thanks for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Statements made with respect to products have not been evaluated by the FDA.